legendary Mr. Skin. Skin, everybody. Coast to coast from Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York, it's the Mr. Skin Podcast with your hosts, Mr. Skin and Andrea Lowell. We want to hear from you. Call the show and leave us a voicemail at 484-SKIN-POD. Find all things Mr. Skin Podcast online at mrskinpodcast.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mr. Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Lowell, and of course, joined by the legendary Mr. Skin in Chicago. What's up, buddy? Hey, Andrea, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Woke up on the right side of the bed today. Everything, yeah, you're very chipper. Yes, everything's going well. How, how's it going for you? Real good. I was just looking at, just before I came on the air, I saw on Facebook you doing exercises <laughs> and you had a, a little half ball thing where you were, you did like a, a burpee type of thing. It was kind of sexy. Oh, good. So, I, yes. so oh, you yeah. know what burpees is. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, most people know me from Playboy TV or, or the special editions or, you know, whipping my top off or on this movie or that or the other. But you know me personally, and I'm a certified personal trainer and a raw food nutritionist. So when I'm not here talking with you, I'm helping people get into really good shape. And so, yeah, I actually, I didn't record that video this morning, but I posted it this morning. And basically that little half ball you're referring to is called a BOSU ball. And uh, oh, yeah. they're really incredible because they throw off your stability. So they make all your little micro muscles work harder. And uh, I think that doing BOSU ball exercises for a guy actually makes you better in bed. Um, because, you know, if you're in missionary. Hold on, I just saved that video <laughs> from your thing. <laughs> because yeah. if you're in missionary and you're kind of on top, you're, you're almost holding a plank, right? But yeah. when you're holding onto a BOSU, it's so unstable. That's going to help your muscles be able to help you kind of move and twist and groove while you're getting down with a get down so uh, there's a lot of ways that exercise and sex actually go hand in hand and the bosu that ball thing's called those... the, the bosu ball okay so yeah. now I, I noticed it's blue so do bosu balls hurt more <laughs> because they're blue when you do them or if you use a different color it does isn't as painful i will tell you i i am not a proponent of any blue ball action except okay. for yeah. the the bosu blue ball and um they do come in different colors now but uh... i gotta say the the only blue balls in an andrea <laughs> home throughout history have been the bosu balls right yes again because you know i would yeah. never ever leave no. a guy hanging or no. do anything to make the nuts tender because i am a giver and a lover and a pleaser and yes. i don't want anyone's nuts uh suffering on my behalf um yes. so yeah and if, Our, if anyone's interested um if they want to look at my fitness facebook i guess they can go to super fit by andrea but that's a, that's a whole other side of me <laughs> no and it's really good you are you are good I've watched your stuff. I know your motto is uh, more burpees, less herpes is your motto. <laughs> well, it is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could use that. You get call the patent office, trademark that. Yeah. Right. You know, what? Okay. that's really, really funny because I am kind of like I'm very much into burpees because I don't like to waste my time and I don't want to be on a cardio machine for 45 minutes. So if I can do no, I three sets of 10 burpees, I get the job done. In, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, burpees, not herpes. Um, I'm, I'm calling yeah. the patent office as soon as we get off this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> gonna explain, what a, explain what a burpee is real quick okay. for those guys that don't know that don't work out like you and I. <laughs> so a lot of people think that a burpee is named that because it's so hard. It makes you want to like gasp and burp and you're out of breath yeah. and all this stuff. But it was actually the 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 
the term burpee is named after the guy who invented it. That's actually his last name. And it's a dynamic exercise where you do a push-up, you jump your feet into your hands, and then you jump straight up. So it's very dynamic, very explosive. It's full body. The core is engaged. You get the arms, the chest, even the quads. And then when you jump up into that explosion, you're doing like a lot of calorie expenditure. So you're really leaning the body out and sculpting it without bulking it. So it's a really good way to lose weight fast and effectively and not really change the shape of your body, just make your body tighter. So I'm a, right. I'm a burpee whore. I, I love yeah, well, burpees. I got to say, I've always, even since I was a kid, I always thought those were so hard. They are. You know, listen, if you do one or two, not a big deal, but if you have to do 10 of them yeah. and then do another 10 of them, they're tough. And I, I always think if that really was the guy's name, could you imagine how tough he had to be at school <laughs> to go through life? His last name is Burpee. I mean, well, we already know it rhymes with herpes, so I'm sure he's, he's, he's heard it all. Um, oh my God. But yeah, I'm at the point now with my own fitness that I'll do 20 in a row as a, a warm up. So, wow. yeah, so burpees are something that we should aim to always incorporate. And if you can't work out, if you can't go to the gym, just do some burpees. You can do 10 at the office. You can do 10 at home. If you can do 50 throughout the day, you don't need to go to the gym. Yeah, no, for sure. Because it does. It does everything. Cardio. Um, you're getting a little, um, you know, like a push up thing. Yeah. Your legs are getting work. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I always judge like. It, when you go to a trainer or something, yep. anything that you hate to do is usually pretty good for you. You know, like you, Absolutely. you do them so much. So for you to knock out 30 or 40, not a huge deal. It's a great workout, but not a huge deal. Yes. But for someone that's never done these, try doing like five of them. They're brutal. And Oh, yeah. They're tough. Yeah. So. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you, how's your brackets going for the NCAA tournament? Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm all on top of it. I know exactly who's in what. I, you know, I have no idea. No, I know. It's funny. <laughs> well, I, I was doing, so I do, you know, radio shows all the time. Yes. This, every Monday morning, I go on uh, the Paul Castronova show in Miami. Okay. And he was telling me this morning, so they did a, everyone does here at the skin offices, we do brackets and everyone's having fun with it. And every office has their bracket pool. Well, one of the people that worked at um, with Paul, one of his uh, producers on the show, um, his bracket among them on the show, yeah. he literally picked the four, the final four no. teams. I said, you're kidding me. He even picked South Carolina. How <laughs> is that possible? And he said, no. And the funny thing is there, the pot there is like $90, but if he would have bet this is a true story because they looked it up on the air. Yeah. If he would have put $100 on his bracket in Las oh, Vegas, geez. $100, uh -huh. and, and not even picking the winner, just the four final four teams, yeah. he would have won. Guess how much he would have won? I don't... $750,000. No. Yes. Oh That's my how hard God. it is to pick. <sighs> That's how hard it is to pick the final four, especially this year. That's bananas. I know. It's crazy. Oh, my God. So put yourself in his shoes. What would you be feeling right now if you were like, oh, my God, I could have won big? I mean, is it is it pride? Well, is it regret? Well, the funny is thing is, sorrow? here he is. He's obviously going to win the pool over at the oh, office. You know, at the, at the radio let's, station. Let's go he's sushi. going 90 bucks. <laughs> he's killing himself. Like, why didn't he? Well, but how would you know? How you would know? you I mean, ever but, know? So are you saying that we should always just bet in Vegas and always gamble just in case? Is, yeah, is that the message funny. we're taking away here? Because that's kind of what I'm well, hearing. Well, it's it's funny. C C P the E P our executive producer is from South Carolina Ooh. and didn't even choose South Carolina <laughs> to make it to the final four. 
So that's great. Wow. 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 Well, that's insane. So what's going on with the uh, Wacket Bracket? Oh, well, you're going to go to the Wacker bracket on me, okay? I well, mean, I know actually, that, what, that wasn't what it, what was going no, on. No, no, it's I, fun. I, that was one of the things I wanted to talk to today. Okay, so good. We, we do it. We follow kind of pretty much the same as the uh, NCAA tournament, uh, except that um, th- we're, we are down to our enticing eight. We're going to leave this up all week, and then when the final four starts, when the games actually start Saturday, we'll go to our final four. So we've narrowed 64 of the hottest actresses who have been naked in our wacket bracket uh, down to the enticing eight. And remember when we started, I told you we had Alexandra Daddario yes. as a one seed, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson as a one seed, Salma Hayek, and Margot Robbie. Believe it or not, all um, all four of them are still in the tournament, even though we've had a lot of uh, pretty crazy upsets in this thing, but they're all still in it. But mm-hmm. um, as we go during the week, and by the way, we've literally had hundreds of thousands of votes on this. Awesome. And it's fun to look at the comments section, too. I, <laughs> uh, as a guy who owns websites, you, you don't usually want to look at your comment sections because it's usually people that just bitch and moan all the time. But in this case, the comments are really cool because guys are really into it and there's tons of them there. But um, so example, like uh, in Alexandra Daddario's bracket, it's down to just her and Amelia Clark, who is the mother of dragons from um, Game of Thrones. So that's it. And listen to this bracket. Uh, So this week, people can vote on Scarlett Johansson and one seed or Anne Hathaway, a two seed, which is awesome. Uh Yeah, and I said this before. What's cool about this, the way our guys did it, is we have these beautiful modeling shots of the actresses. Oh, nice. And if, yeah, and if you just, just mouse over the beautiful modeling shot, you can see their best nude scene, which makes the voting fun and it helps you to determine who you want to vote for. So uh, it's all in the execution here at (laughs) MrSkin.com. Our guys did a great job. And you know what's so interesting about that matchup? It's like it's really going to come down to preference. Do you like big, huge, natural, voluptuous ScarJo boobs or do you like big, huge, you know, Niptastic nips like Anne Hathaway has. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of where that public opinion lies. Is it size or is it nippletasticness? Yeah, that's exactly. Well, there's something for you know? everyone, especially yeah. throughout 64. But now as you get down the crunch time, it's, it's going to be really interesting. And um, one other, uh, the other one is interesting is uh, Salma Hayek, who's a one seat, is up against Eva Green. Oh, I love Eva- her. Yeah, a lot of guys love her. Oh she God, was a I Bond girl. Her. She played uh, Vesper Lynn in Quantum of Solace, and uh, she's gorgeous. Uh, yes, she also she did one of the great movies for nudity of all time, Dreamers, when she was like 19 or 20. And she's, uh, she's a French actress who, in that movie showed it all she was completely naked it was it was awesome but yeah lots of guys love her so it's it's Salma Hayek versus Eva Green that's a big showdown and then last but not least and this will be interesting Margot Margot Robbie against Lena Esco who you might not even know who Lena Esco is remind me because I know we've talked about her before yeah you know it's funny because there were a lot of guys when I tell you about how people complain uh when you do what i do because you, you got to eventually pick you know when i do my anatomy awards or top 10 nude scenes like i got to choose one out of all the nude scenes so there were a lot of guys upset that lena esco didn't win best breast last year in our anatomy awards mm-hmm. and um so she is from a there's a an mma series called kingdom uh that is um a really cool show 
um gosh i can't even remember what um uh, network it is but anyway it's a really cool show and uh she's been naked in that a number of times and a couple other shows and it's just one of those girls that she's gorgeous incredible rack and though she wasn't a high seat at all she's just getting the votes and keeps moving along and keeps moving along so we'll see what happens but it's margot robbie against lena esco and it's kind of cool i was thinking about this so let's say you're an actress and there's 64 of the hottest babes and these are all like we went with more of the millennial babes the girls that are from 2000 and on that are famous i didn't use the girls from the 70s or right. 80s these are like the the go-to girls of today right so think about this this is just guys voting on your hotness and sexiness and out of this is a great sample size out of the hundreds of thousands of people we had vote you've made it down to the final eight lena esco it's not a household name mm-hmm. she's just a beautiful girl that's done some great nude scenes and she's up against Margot Robbie now. And even if she doesn't win, she's got to feel like, God, out of all these big name celebrities, I'm down to the, yeah, I'm sure she really cares Hey, that about would that, make but... me so proud, no, so happy. I That would be something like I'd write home about. I'd be like, guess what, guys? I, I made the right. <laughs> enticing eight. I, <laughs> yeah, I think she should just because this is voting by you know, real people. Uh, yeah, this isn't like a rigged hottest, award sexiest. show. No, There's no this is a vote. politicization like whoever, going on. <laughs> yeah, so could you imagine her email? Dear mom, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I am in the enticing aid at MrSkin.com. I'm so, amongst the best uh, breasts in the industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's anyway, it's, pre- it's pretty cool. So we're down to the, uh, the final aid here and you could vote all week and then we'll have our final four over the weekend just like the uh, NCAAs. And I, I said this before, just for voting, uh, you're eligible to win a, a 360 uh, camera from uh, Rigo Theta. And it's it's really a cool gift. And you get to look at all these nude scenes all for free. So, Andrea, it's quite a deal at MrSkin.com. You always have the best little like enticements. You give away the best stuff. And it's not only just fun to participate in all the things you do, all the voting, but you have great giveaways. So thanks for uh, always being amazing to your well, followers thank, and fans. Well, thank you. But, you know, listen, the people here take a lot of pride in this stuff. Yeah. And when you... Like I said, it's all about the execution. And when you see the love and attention that went into our uh, wagon bracket and you see, um, <laughs> you, you can see the actual percentages of who won by who, who got what percentage of votes over the other actresses. It's really a, really a well done, um, well done game at, at MrSkin.com. So anyway, we're down to the final eight, yeah. final four this weekend. And then uh, pr- probably by next show, I'll have the winners for you. I'm pretty sure. So, awesome. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. So anyway, that's the Wacket Bracket at MrSkin.com. And uh, you can come by anytime and check it out for free. Now, Andrea, let's get to the television stuff. Let's always do a it. Fun, yeah, always a fun thing that I like to do on uh, Mondays because Sundays always has a ton of stuff. And I'll say this. It wasn't a super uh, loaded Sunday night for nudity, but... There was some just there's some crazy stuff I have to share with you. <laughs> some standout uh, moments. I, oh my god, I, I want to get your opinion on this. So, Big Little Lies is a show um, that I've been talking to you about on HBO. They had their sixth episode Sunday night, and we're still waiting to see someone has died uh, on the show, and they haven't revealed it yet. So there's kind of a big reveal coming up, and they're only doing eight episodes. It has monster stars. Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Shailene Woodley, Laura Dern. I mean, these are movie stars that are on a television show. And it's a really cool show about 
um, moms living in Monterey, California, most of them very, very wealthy, and they all have first graders and dealing with all the craziness that goes on with the parents and the kids and all that. But one of the storylines, and, and by the way, I should preface this by saying I'm bummed because Mrs. Skin and I <laughs> have been watching this, but last night we just we were doing something else, not not a good something else. We were doing something <laughs> else that made it so that um, we couldn't uh, watch the show. So I come into work today and the scene happened that I'm going to talk about. And it doesn't, for me, it, it's not like a spoiler because it's not about the the big murder scene. But okay. um, there was something that happened. You got, I need your opinion. Okay. So, I'm, let I'm me watching some sort of video clip here <laughs> and I need to, yeah. I need you to give me some backstory before I can even comment. Cause uh, yes. Well, let me fill in the audience yes. on, on what happened last fill night. So <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, I'm, so I get into work today and the guys are like, oh my God, you guys see what happened. So there's been a storyline on the show. So Nicole Kidman's this really, she's gorgeous, number one. Number two, she's a she's an attorney who has a very wealthy but very jealous husband. They have two little twin boys that are first graders. And um, he is like a, all six episodes, he's had issues. They have great sex, but he also has a little problem with the uh, hurting her um, being aggressive, he's very jealous, and he's kind of crazy, okay. basically. And it drives you nuts because she's so hot. He's physically abusive. It's Aww. not a good thing for her. Yes, it's not good, and mentally, the whole thing. So, anyway, um, they're in, I think they're, from what I can gather, and I, again, haven't seen the episode, uh, from what I can gather, they're they're getting dressed in their beautiful um, walk-in closet to go to a, an event for her. And, of course, he... Um, comes on to her and he's always trying this really sexy crazy stuff um they've had sex in the shower where he went down on her they've been in the kitchen he banged around the kitchen counter yeah now that was in the all closet. hot yes i remember all those on mrskin.com yeah <laughs> so N nicole kidman is there and they're they're like almost out the door and he decides he wants sex so he literally whips out his cock and it's this huge cock now We've confirmed to MrSkin.com it's a prosthetic, Absolutely, and I'll get into why in a second. A Wait, yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no doubt. Which is going to bum me out, because tonight when my wife and I watch it, uh, she doesn't know this is coming. She's going to think he has a huge cock. I'm going to have to make sure she knows that's a prosthetic and not his real cock. So anyway, <laughs> um, he whips out the cock, and, and she puts her hand on it, and it's getting hot and heavy, but she's like, listen, you know, we got to go. I got to get to this thing. So he starts to get a little violent with her, and she picks up a tennis racket oh and whacks his cock and they show it. Oh you can see it. We, you have the gif of like his cock moving around. It's pretty funny. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's so big. It's almost like a, a joke, you know, how big it is. So she whacks this thing. But in the gif that we have, <laughs> yes. you could see it shaking. He goes to his knees oh and it's God. like she, she feels terrible. But what a crazy scene. This, this, this is, is wonderful. Unbelievable. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, we talked earlier about blue balls and I would never want to hurt anything. Like when I see someone injure uh, a penis, <laughs> it, it makes me like You're I'm very sad. empathetic and I'm like, oh, no, don't do that. Um, but it's it's so <laughs> preposterous, though, because it's so long. And the fact that it's a wiggling around like yeah. we've all, you know, smacked a hard penis before and it doesn't wiggle oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, we all. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You okay. have, and you've <laughs> smacked your own, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah. 
But it's like the I've used it to smash. Yes, exactly. And we know it doesn't wiggle like that. So we can just look at this and say, okay, we know that when a wiener's hard, it's not going to be shaking and flapping like that when it's hit. Right. But we're really inspecting this. I think to the average viewer who just see her hit it with the tennis racket, they might not even know it. But we also have seen Alexander's, you know, wiener in other scenes and things. And, and we know unless he's a major grower, not a shower, things aren't just adding up, you know. Well, it's funny you say that. So okay. I, I put a side by side pick for you and anyone could go to Mr. dot com and see the uh, the fine efforts of our, our crack staff. Excellent here. So work. Guys. We were looking at this this morning in the chat room. We have a, an internal chat here at the office and. The, like some of the girls, the writers here were like, wait a second, we have full frontal Alexander Skarsgård when he was on True Blood, and you could tell for sure that's a prosthetic piece. By the way, how hard she hit it with the tennis racket, there's no way that's not a prosthetic piece. Oh my God. We, we back it up with photo evidence of him full frontal. Um, showing, and you could see the difference in the real true blood penis versus the prosthetic. <laughs> the real true blood penis. You know what I'll say, though? <laughs> And I alluded to this a, a little second ago. Some guys are growers, not showers. So obviously yeah, this but, is a prosthetic, but that doesn't mean that his flaccid wiener from the true blood is not a reflection of how big it could get. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's a small guy from the true blood. I'm just saying that the enormity yeah. of the big uh, big little eyes penis, it just can't be. It's, you know. It can't be. Yeah. It's just crazy. But I give him a lot of credit because even when you have a fake wiener on, you know, people are going to be talking about your junk like we are and, yeah and yeah. uh i i give him credit for allowing people to kind of talk about his junk and and potentially look at his old stuff from true blood and be like we're doing side yeah, by side well, that, right listen, now mr penis. Our, uh, th those pictures were from mr man we had to pull them out of the mr man website but here's a good tidbit this so this alexander skarsgård is married to maggie gyllenhaal in real life and she's in the mr skin hall of fame uh secretary a bunch of different movies wow i did not naked. know We're, that okay oh yeah and she has a hbo has an upcoming series called the deuce and it's um she supposedly plays a 70s Times square hooker turned porn star oh. in the early day yeah in the early days of adult films excellent and yeah so we're we're expecting some more great nudity from her but pretty cool husband and wife have done some really good uh stuff uh, sexy stuff nude stuff and uh um oh wait is it is it Peter Skarsgård or Alexander Skarsgård she's married to? Maybe I think Peter, it's Peter, yeah. actually, because I was like, yeah. Alexander is okay. married to Maggie Jell? Right. Really? I got my, see, I got my Skarsgårds, uh, uh messed up. So my fault. Oh, well. uh, you know how I am. You're allowed to you make one mistake once. Well, no. <laughs> when it's a female, I'm on it. When it's a guy, I'm, I'm like everyone else. I fuck up. So <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. I thought it was... Uh, CP, as I was talking to you, said, no, idiot, it's Peter Skarsgård, not Alexander Skarsgård. So scratch that. Scratch Maggie Gyllenhaal is still hot, and it never hurts to be able to talk, and there's no relation. Uh, but hey, they're all Dutch, so whatever. Uh, anyway, anyway, so Big Little Eyes, I'm not giving much away other than an awesome, maybe the greatest... Uh, dick slap hit a <laughs> maybe the greatest dick slap in, in television history uh from uh sunday night season one episode six of big little Lies, i mean that's so. incredible i don't know that i've ever in the history of tv or cinema ever seen a dick being hit by a tennis racket this is this might yeah, be a standalone yeah. like forever in history type of thing right <laughs> you know I, normally if something cool happens i'll say to the guys hey you know make a you know make a playlist yeah of the, you know the greatest lip slips <laughs> or something we want this, this one 
playlist. Like, make a playlist of dick slaps with a tennis racket. That'll be tough to do. It'll just be a one video playlist. I mean, so. dick slaps could be cool, like you know, the face or the, or the boob or the something. But and then this could be like that that grand finale, and then the final dick, <laughs> dick slap. <laughs> yeah, you you never know. You never know. We'll do a, a dick slap playlist, and we don't have to limit it to just uh, tennis racket. So anyway, okay. that's Big Little Lies. Now, I also wanted to mention so. My wife and I have been talking because Big Little Lies is wrapping up. We only have three episodes left. Um, we didn't see episode six, but um, we're looking for new shows. And one of the ones I've been kind of, I've always seen, but I never watched was Billions with Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis. Yeah, I, I was kind of watching it's on Showtime. it. I'm like, yeah, I like it. I don't like it. Eh. Well, I'm. we're going to give it a try. Okay. They're in their second season, sixth episode on Showtime. And um, last night, um, Malin Ackerman, who plays Damian Lewis's wife, showed a little left boob in bed. And what was surprising to me is there's six episodes into the second season. It was the first nude scene on Billions, which oh. was kind of surprising because their first season had a lot of good stuff, her and him in the pool mm-hmm. and some other stuff. So um, we were a little surprised by that, that they've it's been six episodes. But as a show to check out, you know, the show is about um, Paul Giamatti's a U.S. attorney going after this you know, uh, hedge fund king who's a little shady, played by Damian Lewis, mm-hmm. and it's the battle between the two of them. And I know they've been renewed for a third season, so that makes me hopeful too, because that means you don't want to like get into a show and then they cancel it. You know, so we're guaranteed two seasons plus now a third. So now I think uh, we're definitely going to start watching it. But anyway, there was a a decent nude d- decent nude scene from Malin Ackerman. Uh, last night on Billions, but it was also the first nude scene um, of season two, which was kind of weird. And has so. she done? Did you say if this was her first nude scene ever? Oh no, no, she's been. She's the girl in Harold and Kumar. Go, go to White Castle. She was top. That's right. She was in the Watch Watchmen. She's been in a lot, and she's really a a beautiful, beautiful girl. And um, uh, kind of like a Norwegiany look, you know, to her. You know what I'm saying? Yes. She's obviously from uh, uh, somewhere over there, but she's a beautiful, beautiful blonde. And um, um, yeah, but she's done a lot of nudity. She's not afraid to get naked. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a big fan of hers. I just think she's she's got that girl next door slash supermodel look, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's a she has a very unique look. Yeah. So anyway, she was naked. And then one other TV thing I wanted to bring up. Um, there's this British sitcom called Catastrophe. Okay. And and um they're in their third season and it's it's has been renewed for a fourth season, which is awesome. And uh, I know that the first and second seasons you can get on I think it I'm pretty sure it's Amazon. Okay. Uh Amazon has the first and second season, but it's a a very funny show. It's about this American guy in who goes to work for like a week in the UK to, you know, and he hooks up with this Irish girl played by Sharon Horgan and he, they have awesome sex. And then he goes back to the States and she hits him up and says, you know, I got pregnant. Oh, so, so the guy kind of drops everything and moves to the UK to be with this girl and, and, um, you know, raise the kid. Now, Sharon Horgan is interesting. She, that you know that um, show Divorce on HBO with Sarah Jessica Parker. Vaguely, it's a, yeah. Well, it's a show. Um, she actually is the creator of that show, and oh. I guess she's a writer creator of Catastrophe too. So she's she's pretty talented. Now she hasn't got naked, but it's um, uh, she 
has been in a lot of underwear. One of the last episodes, she was at the doctor's office and he had like his hands over her breast. So <laughs> she's she's gotten really close. She's really intelligent, it's like you're good so actress. Close. It's a, Come on, just show us. You're yeah, so close. It's a real funny show, but I did want to play. So um, one of the uh, uh, Joey from our content department always hits me up when it's hot off the press. He was like, "You got to hear this clip. You got to hear this clip from Catastrophe this week because okay. it's so mis- it's so Mister Skin what the uh, uh, the guy from the show when he's talking to Sharon Horgan uh, describes it's it's really good. So here I'm gonna play this clip for you and get your opinion. Awesome. How the fuck is Fergal managed to start another business? Any idiot can start a business. You can start a business. Businesses does what? Business. Do you have any ideas? Well, I do have an idea for an app. Get out. No, seriously. Listen, you know how a lot of women in porn don't have pubic hair? Mm-hmm. And then you know how the Terminator sees things with, like, grids and heat signatures? <laughs> what if there was an app that did the same kind of thing, but only for bald pussies? And when it found a bald pussy, it put a nice, healthy bush on it. You could pick the style. It could be 70s bush or 1870s if you really want to. But, I mean, that's, you know, detail. That's up to the user. I'm being deadly serious now. That is a fucking brilliant idea. Devil's advocate, though, have you thought about the fact that one day your daughter might find out what you do for a living? Doesn't that worry you? Am I worried that my daughter will find out that I'm a feminist innovator? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, the dude's name's Rob Delaney, by the way. And I gotta tell you, it's a funny show, man. And I might have to add this one to my uh, list. I've only seen a few episodes, but every time I did, I laughed and I, I got to get caught up on it. But isn't that, a, that was a funny bit. And it, it's the same thing with me because I have daughters. And I'm like, oh, shit. I hear you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that you know, show? It's called Catastrophe. It's a, a British show. And the first couple seasons you could get at Amazon. And it's been renewed for a fourth season. And uh, the stars of the show are Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney, and she's got that sweet Irish accent, which I think is sexy as hell. So do I. And uh, yeah, so anyway, and any guy that could think of an app idea with, um, uh, you know, could think of an app idea about uh, Harry uh, Bush is a friend of mine. So, um, and you know what's and so I guess funny this, to me? Like oh, when I watch shows like this, or not like this, but shows where they talk about, oh, these ideas, these inventions, these app ideas. I'm like, are the writers that are coming up with these ideas actually going and making these apps and patenting them? Because they're always such good <laughs> ideas that are in the writing of shows. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a little, as I know, it's a little tough to some of the ideas I have for uh, apps, it's a little tough dealing with Apple when anything that oh, has to do with nudity. That's but the yeah, truth. It's, yes, it's, yes, yeah, yes, it's yes, a little yes. tough. But I guess this guy, this um, Rob Delaney's a, a famous Twitter comedian. He has a lot of followers yeah. and he's really funny. So he probably, it was probably his idea because he's, he's that talented uh, a writer also. Very so. cool. Well, that's something yeah. to definitely check out and we'll just, we'll just hold on and wait for, uh, for the nudity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stay tuned. It's coming. But uh, yeah, the show's called Catastrophe and we're all over it here at uh, MrSkin.com. Now, um, wanted to, t- oh, Andrew, do I have a, do I have a, um, movie for you. It's um, our okay. So lay it on me, Skin. Lay it on me. Yeah, it, this is so up your alley. <laughs> we found out about this. It's called Below Her Mouth, okay. and it's uh, it's coming to theaters. But I can't imagine many will be able to even play this because it's so NC seventeen. It's coming around April twenty eighth. It's a Canadian movie, and all I could do is can compare it 
to the that famous blue is the warm warmest color with Leia Seydoux and Adele Xerkopoulos, mm-hmm. the greatest lesbian scene I've ever seen in a movie. Well, we've been watching the nude scenes from this here at the skin offices um, of the, I think, an almost two hour movie. 30 minutes of it is straight sex and nudity. What? And it is so amazing. So anyway, there's two girls in the movie, Erica Linder, who's the blonde and Natalie Krill, who is the brunette. Okay. And. All I could tell you about this movie is there is incredible masturbation, mm. strap-on action where the blonde Erica Linder is banging Natalie Krill, and even some ass fingering. Oh. And oh my god! And look at the one picture in the middle of the grinding uh, that's, that's going hot. on. I, and then look at the masturbation in the tub. And the girls are beautiful. And what another interesting thing I heard is that. This uh, one of the guys from our office was telling me that um, I think it was Joey, our content guy. He was saying that not only is this movie off the charts, but that the director was saying that the film's financed by Telefilm Canada and the OMDC, which means that it is government funded. What? So they're trying. Yes, the government is in Canada. Like, could you imagine that the government would ever do this in the U.S.? In Canada, they're trying to like get like a new generation of filmmaker and audiences that can go see this like raw, uninhibited, passionate film them. And it's like, are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> that the, no the, sense, the fact that this is it. government funded and it's so graphic, like Dude. it literally is. If anyone who knows that blue is the warmest color that I've talked about several times, you know, it's incredible. forever since it came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. This is up there with that movie, and it'll be out on the 28th. We're already sneak previewing all the nude scenes, but it's really amazing. I think, uh, you know, it's like putting putting the the O face in O Canada from the government. I'm really proud of that, and uh, I th- I just think it's so cool that this movie is funded by the government. It's just something something neat about that i mean that that's a really cool kind of like trivia fact but like i'm i'm looking at these pictures skin and i think what people really need to focus on is the sexiness i'm i'm getting really turned on looking at these pictures yeah that bathtub scene i mean i this is when i wish guys knew what this felt like because (laughs) yeah (laughs) i imagine it must be like getting head or something uh like right like uh comparison wise but this is like every female's first foray into uh climax is like the bathtub ah. and you know yeah because this is natalie krill natalie krill's the brunette oh so describe what's going on in this bathtub scene she's basically positioned herself under the stream of water and it's mm-hmm. going right over the hoo-ha and it's kind of like she's the water's eating her out and she's yes. she's riding it she's grinding it i mean it's fucking mm-hmm. hot um yep. and the fact that they're showing it they're not trying to you know do camera trickery it's actually happening um so yeah. that's what makes it so hot and then the scene where you talk about the grinding you know i refer to that as tribbing which is two girls Ooh, going crotch okay. to crotch um mm-hmm. so fucking hot absolutely something yep. dreams are made of and yep. um i i haven't even seen the ass fingering but uh, or the strap yeah, on action the ass fingering was awesome i mean this and just by sounds the way, amazing we were talking about how the lighting's beautiful. It like is so there's pretty. Very, a lot of well lit scenes in the bedroom, and I, I just, you know, we're really so. Just say he, here at MrSkin.com, below her mouth is so on our radar. It's coming to theaters and 
VOD um, April 28th. We already have some uh, uh, sneak uh, video that we have. Uh, we got our mitts on, but um, all over it. And I'll be talking a lot about this uh, in the coming weeks. So just wanted to share that with you, Andrew. I thought it was very important. Thank that you. you, uh, <laughs> that you saw that. <laughs> yeah. I appreciated so, it because, you know, that that's yeah. my favorite stuff to watch anyway. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called Below Her Mouth. And uh, so last but not least, um, I wanted to talk about um, a show that was very dear to me and, a, and a, a guy that was very dear to me, Chuck Barris, who died between last podcast and this podcast. Aww. And I have to tell you, Andrew, this was probably my favorite television show of all time. It aired on NBC from 1976 to 1978, the summer of 78. Wait, it was that's just when I was it? like in. It seemed, it, yeah, it well, seemed like it, to me, it, like not having watched it, that it had such a huge legacy that it was on for a decade. You know it's what like I mean? the Honeymooners in that there's the their original core shows, but then anything else you saw after that did not live up to this. Like there were syndicated versions and different hosts Got and different you. iterations of the Gong Show, but this is like. The the Gong Show with Chuck Barris and the and the main cast of judges like Juicy J P Morgan, Jamie Farr, Artie Johnson, uh, that to me was like the go to group of of um, uh, judges. But the Gong Show was something. I was in like seventh grade, eighth grade when this was on television. And I remember we'd have baseball practice at three thirty in the afternoon. And this show would come on at. <laughs> 12 o'clock we'd all go to baseball and i'll talk about all the cool things that were happening it was just one of those shows that i just and then we taped the shows and we um i had all the episodes and and loved it i've, I've still to this day uh laugh and smile every time i see something i even posted on my facebook when chuck barris died mm -hmm. i played a video of one of my favorite moments when chuck barris and gene gene the dancing machine uh, when he came out and Chuck was just out of his mind as usual. Mm -hmm. And uh, Andrew, you got like, he was just so crazy. Like there was an episode where, and I got to find this and I think it was in the gong show movie. I could pull it up at some point, but so Chuck would like when Gene Gene would come out, he'd get so excited and he'd jump around and be crazy. And Gene Gene was like this, this guy that he w was working like a janitorial job at, NBC or something or on the set or around the set and he was this older heavy black guy and he would he was like a stagehand or something and he would come out and just they'd play that this jazz song and Gene Gene would just dance it was this, oh, that's so um, cool. yeah it was a jazz piece and Gene Gene would come out and dance and Chuck would go nuts and there there were many times that it happened, but there were where Chuck would go nuts. But there was one time in particular where Chuck was so out of his mind dancing around that he tripped. He fell into the curtain, uh, the stage curtain, and pulled the whole thing down on top of him. And it was just, it was awesome. But the, the energy and the fun, and there was a lot of famous people that were on the show, like um, David Letterman was a judge early in his career. I know Richard Dawson was, even Steve Garvey, the baseball player, Rex Reed. They had a ton of. Uh, things and all you would ever win being on the show was five hundred and sixteen dollars, uh, as Chuck would say, five hundred and sixteen big ones and thirty-two little ones. And then they have this little former Munchkin from uh, Wizard of Oz, Jerry Marin, come out and Aww. throw confetti around. And it was just, it was just a great, great fun show. And I was so bummed when Chuck died um, that uh, I posted that thing on Facebook. But I wanted for the podcast. Um, oh, and I should think oh, one thing about that five sixteen thirty two. Supposedly, that was like minimum scale 
uh, check for an actor uh, for television or movies or something like that. So as a joke, they made the award $516.32 to whoever had the highest score at the, you know, of the talent ah, for that episode. Got you. Okay, cool. Well, what was funny that I remember reading something, I think it was Milton DeLug, who was the, the band leader. He said that there was a bunch of prostitutes from LA that w- during the day would tr- show up and try to do some talent out on stage because they'd have in a, in like a minute and a half's work could make more money than they could at a whole night of prostitution. Well, yeah. And uh yeah, so it was crazy. You had these crazy crazy um acts and and things on the show and not to get into a whole gong show thing, but it, it, it there was just wild uh you know, a lot of different um a uh, lot of different acts, uh, famous acts, or Pee Wee Herman, as an example, was on that show before he was famous. Are you and, serious? Uh, I'm like the yeah, biggest no, Pee Wee fan ever. Yeah, he, it's funny to see him because he wasn't Pee Wee. He was, he Paul, was Rubens. Uh, Paul Rubens <laughs> as doing some crazy comedy stuff. And a lot, you know, I think Oingo Boingo got their start oh, cool. on there. But in no way am I saying I liked it because of the talent. I liked it because of Chuck and the cast and all that. But okay. for the for the um, podcast, I did want to mention, do a quick thing on the Naked Girls of the Gong Show. Oh, uh, yes, please. You, you would appreciate this, Andrea, because you remind me of J.P. Morgan because oh. she was like, she was the, the main um, female um, like judge for the show cool. and her Chuck would call her juicy JP Morgan and she was so dirty but it was it was on it like n- around noon or twelve thirty or one o'clock, depending where you live. So was it on all NBC, like double entendres and everything? Oh my god, yeah. And she was a she was like a former cabaret singer, and um, she, she wasn't real famous, but she became famous because of the show. And she just had this she was had this dirtiness about her, but was able to somehow get it across on network television in the middle of the day. And there was an episode, and I guess the the powers that be at NBC went nuts when they when this happened but it was during a Jean Jean the dancing machine and she just stood up and was so into it she started taking off her clothes Wait, and she flashed what? her titties she flashed her titties <laughs> on NBC they totally um on tape delay it never made it on air except when the gong show movie came out in 1980 oh. they actually showed it the outtake from that show that never made it on television so That's we crazy. have that at mrskin.com yeah and you it's really that. fun wow. to watch yeah we, we have it from uh, the gong show movie uh, at our website but that's like one of the that's like the holy grail moment when jp morgan rips uh, her, titties her titties out that's amazing but think about it in it was like in 1970 i probably say 1978 it was 1978 Middle of the day on NBC, and she's flashing titties. That's I mean, it was crazy. Heard yeah. of? If that were to happen yeah. today, you know how many fines and people will get fired, oh, yeah. and there'd be like oh, internet yeah. like uh, backlash. I mean, th- but the fact that she enjoys her job so much that that was kind of her natural default. Hey, I'm happy. I'm going to rip my titties out. That to oh, yeah. me shows like I love her. And yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah it was cool. And I and I mentioned the the Gong Show movie. It was kind of like so cool. Chuck's it was kind of like Chuck's fantasy about his life and and then mostly it was actual outtakes and backstage uh footage of the show. So if you're a fan, the Gong Show movie was great. It got panned, it did terrible. I don't even think they've ever even released it on Blu-ray. Oh. Or, or or no, it was never released on DVD for sure, but then I guess last year someone released it on Blu-ray and that's cool, but for many many years you couldn't barely see that movie i used to have a gong show movie poster at the mr skin offices i don't know where it went but it was somewhere around here and 
Um, it is finally out on Blu-ray, but it is, it's, it's a cool movie, especially if you're a Gong Show fan, which um, I am. And I don't know if for, for your your average uh, uh, fan of television would would appreciate it, but I really did. But a couple other things I did want to mention: the Naked Girls from the Gong Show. Okay. Just give me an idea. So Chuck's um, assistant or one of the kind of girls that would announce every once in a while was Carol Connors, and you would know her. She played the nurse in Deep Throat. What? So, and she's also the mother of Thora Birch, by the way. But Carol Connors, for a while, you'd be watching the Gong Show. Now, keep this in mind: in the middle of the day. On NBC, the girl that was announcing, like, hey, you know, uh, the opening of the gong show, she'd stand there in front of the camera, was Carol Connors, who was blowing guys a couple years before in uh, Deep Throat, the movie, like one of the greatest. This is baffling to me. Like, as someone who works in Hollywood, like, that would never happen. Like, you can't be doing porn and then do mainstream, you know, daytime TV at the same time. It's crazy. You'd be be called out about it today. And and just back then, you weren't. You know, it just wasn't. I know it's crazy. I mean, I I love it, but it's nuts. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense to me. Yeah. And she was actually still doing porn at the time, which is crazy. She was in those candy movies. She was candy. What? And I know she was. So he he somehow got a porn star to do announcing for the show that, again, I want to stress, was having like they'd have like, um, you know, Tide uh, was a sponsor. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like they have real sponsors, like soap opera sponsors during the middle. Of the, it was crazy. And so, she's Thora Birch's mom. I know. And she's Thora this Birch's mom. This woman is girl. fascinating. Yeah, she's a, we're big fans of her at MrSkin.com. Cool. Um, also, uh, Kit and Atabi Dad, when they did the... She was the girl, the monster-boobed Russ Meyer girl. Um, she was in a bunch of his movies. And she, when they did the Gong Show movie, they showed her audition footage just uh, dancing around in just a bikini. It was pretty hot. But she's been naked a ton. She was part of the Gong Show from the Gong Show movie. Here's an interesting thing, too. Um, I was mentioning some famous people that were guests that try, you know, at the time weren't famous, but went on the gong show, Mary Winningham, who eventually was nominated for an Oscar for the movie Georgia in 1995. She went up to do a Beatles song called here, there and everywhere. And she was a contestant on the, uh, gong show, which is crazy. Now, um, she did a movie, little trivia, of course, you wonder, has she ever been naked? Mm-hmm. She did a movie with Paul Simon called One Trick Pony in 1980, where uh, you see her topless in the bathtub with Paul Simon. So uh, she was on the show, but I wanted to um, I wanted to point out to you the greatest moment in Gong Show history and why the Gong Show is is my favorite show of all time. Okay. It's a, li- a little uh, ge- uh, ge- guest spot from the Popsicle Twins. Now, they weren't known as the Popsicle t- Twins when they came out. Their their bit was, have you got a nickel? So Chuck comes out and goes, we got these two girls who were teenagers at the time. If I had to guess, they were 16 or 17. I think um, somewhere out there we have their ages, but they were like 16 or 17, maybe 18. Yeah, the one on the right they looks cu- 18 to me. Yeah, they come out on stage and they just, they had popsicles. They just sit down and start <laughs> licking the popsicles. That was their whole act. And you had um, Jamie Farr, J.P. Morgan, and Phyllis Diller were they think. Phyllis Diller was horrified. And literally it went all the way to the end. Um, nobody gonged them. And oh they made they made it all the way to the end. Now... Um, this aired in New York on the East Coast, but as it kind of 
as it kind of uh, uh, was supposed to air in the Midwest and then the West Coast, the censors, the NBC pulled this thing. So this is legendary. This is crazy. They actually, yeah, they played it in the Gong Show movie, and you could watch oh, it. Oh, I'm watching here. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it was totally, they were blowing the popsicles. There was no mistaking it. And isn't this incredible? That Now, this is what I'm saying. This was on, think about this, this on, no in New York, on NBC, in the middle of the day. This would never happen today. This is so right. crazy. This is like the glory yeah. era of the golden era of television. I mean, this is incredible. And it's so funny because when I first started watching this, and if anyone wants to uh, see what we're talking about, mrskinpodcast.com, we have links to all this stuff. Um, I'm like, okay, they're eating a popsicle. Then they go to the girl on the right, and she's giving the camera the fuck me eye. You know what I'm yep. saying? The BJ eyes. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. they're totally sucking some big sticks. Yeah, I, I always wondered whatever happened to these because I try to look online of and I've you never. Did. <laughs> no, I would love to. It was I would love to know uh, who they were. What's the backstory to this? All I know is the bit. I don't know any of the backstory. Who they were? Well, whatever happened to them? I would love to. We know gotta that. find out. We gotta track them down and get yeah. them on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Make it happen. Well, they're known as yeah, they're known as the Popsicle Twins, and uh, they're they're our dream podcast guests. So we'll see what happens. But okay, uh, taking a note. Um, <laughs> yeah, make a note of that. If if anyone out there knows either of these girls, please uh, reach us out. Reach us at uh, mrskin dot com, and we would uh, uh, love to to talk more. But what a what a cool uh, bit. And and when Chuck died last week, um, a lot of the, I saw a lot of posts about the Popsicle Twins because this really? is. Yeah, because this is like legendary. One, yeah, this is a legendary uh, Gong Show moment, and uh, I think to be honest, um, the show ended in the summer of um, the show ended probably in the summer of seventy eight, and this happened in seventy eight, I believe. And I think this was part of the reason. Like, I think eventually the NBC. <laughs> it was a contributing the, factor to the pull, uh, the cord being pulled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they were just getting, t Chuck was just pushing, 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 and he didn't give a shit. Yeah. And uh, stuff like this. And then I remember the very last episode, and they knew it was going to be the last episode. They didn't do a big deal from the standpoint of saying this is our last episode. Right. But Chuck did a thing where he went out as, as a contestant, which was kind of cool. And he did the Johnny Paycheck song, Take This Job and Shove It, <laughs> and, which was so cool. So he was like in a country band and he did like Take This Job and Shove It and then he flipped off. <gasps> yeah, he flipped off his bosses and they oopsed it. You know, they didn't yeah. show it. Like they just put a big oops over it. So that was um, uh, that was his like, fuck you to NBC for fucking with my show. I don't know what, you know, I don't know enough about the details to say if, if, you know how pissed he was but he definitely did that in the very last episode of the gong show so uh anyway it was cool but if you if you haven't seen the popsicle twins or don't know what i'm talking about go to mrskinpodcast.com and we have uh that we have jp morgan flashing her titties on uh you know you've got it all thing <laughs> you know we got it all we got all those girls i was just talking about so anyway so that's my gong show stuff it's i'm gonna miss the show but some really cool stuff for people to look at at mrskinpodcast.com real quickly andrew before we wrap up i i would be remiss <laughs> if i didn't point out that um there, this is a cool thing i don't have enough time to get into detail about it but there was a lot of um, hot girls before they were famous that were remember the dating game does that yes. show ring a bell from yes, the 60s absolutely. yeah it was a popular show in the late 60s, early 70s. And if you go on YouTube, which I was looking at early this morning, I was going to talk about this in detail, but don't really have enough time. But like 
Farrah Fawcett was a guest like in 1969 before she was famous. She went on the dating game. So these schlubs are like trying to figure out how they could date Farrah Fawcett. Like who knew how famous she'd be? Suzanne Summers in the early 70s oh my God. was on the show. Um, Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman. What? Um, yeah. And uh, Sally Field was, they were all guests on the dating game. And uh, you could see a lot of that stuff on uh, YouTube, which is pretty cool. But um, I did want to mention uh, before we get out of here, one of my favorite game show kind of like skin moments of all time is. Okay, so there was a show called Password. Okay. But then they had a, a game show called Password Plus with um, uh, Alan Ludden. And this aired in the late 70s. And at the time, Deborah Lee Scott was pretty popular because she was she played Hotsy Totsy on um, uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. And she's on Password Plus. And we'll put a picture up. She was Mary Hartman's sister on Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. She was pretty well known so she's on the game show password plus and she's helping this woman and she was it was a 70 so no one's wearing a bra but her front buttons of her shirt are wide open she has no idea and there she's you know they're all excited her and this girl are trying to answer the password questions and the whole time you're like holy shit i could see almost all of her breasts not quite nip andrew uh-huh. but the whole shirt was open she finally catches herself <laughs> and and is like oh my god and starts buttoning up her shirt and, and alan ludden's like whatever but her whole boob her whole boob was out it's pretty incredible and it's awesome um yeah anyway so it was kind of cool it, it's my favorite uh nip slip or i it, technically not a nip slip but my favorite boob exposure ever nice. in a game show is uh from password plus deborah lee scott uh hotsy totsy from welcome back cotter and by the way as a little trivia she was the girl before she was famous in dirty harry in 1971 at the hour and 10 minute mark she is completely nude in the scene if you don't mind the fact that she's she's being pulled from a sewer uh she's uh, been killed and she's being pulled from a uh, sewer but anyway she wasn't really <laughs> dead and it's still her completely nude so if you want to <laughs> see Hotsy Totsy from Welcome Back Cotter. Check her out in Dirty Harry at the hour and 10 minute mark. So anyway, Andrea, we've, uh, you know, again, had another great week of nudity. And um, I'm so happy I got to talk to Little Gong Show because I'm very passionate about my gong Apparently, show. Apparently. And you know what? It was one of those things before my time. And I feel like I've learned so much about it. But not only that, I learned a lot this show. Not only did I teach you that burpees make you better in bed, but we learned <laughs> yes. together that hard dicks really don't jiggle when you swat them with the tennis no, racket. And no, that no. the Canadian government funded incredible masturbation, strap-on action, and ass fingering. That, I think, yep. is the biggest lesson we learned today. Go Canada. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and the, our, the game shows I was watching when I was a kid had girls sucking on popsicles <laughs> as though they were blowing them. So, oh my yeah, God. more burpees. More burpees, less herpes is the slogan for today's show. I love so. it. And on that note, we'll say goodbye. We'll see you guys next week and enjoy it. MrSkinPodcast.com. This concludes another skin titillating episode of the Mr. Skin Podcast. Subscribe to the Mr. Skin Podcast in iTunes and never miss a show. Thanks for listening.